where you can check out samples, uh, go ahead and get inquiries, and find something that's pretty much fits you, or even get you know some commission-based stuff done. So again, go to www.revengelover.com. Hey, this is Mike and Tom from Ballpark Bros. You're listening to another great show on the Four-Eyed Radio. Check us all out on foureyedradio.com. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Not Another Bee Horrorcast. I'm Steve-O. And I'm Anna. And we have guests in the studios. People will not get to hear the Lost Files, apparently, because it's all corrupted. And I, I literally had to rename. I don't even care. I'm pulling the curtain back. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> I literally had to rename this. It couldn't be. This is actually supposed to be episode 69, but I actually have to label it as 69.5 because it won't even let me do 69, even though I've deleted everything from wow. the thing. So that's fun. But of course, we have returning guests, uh, Matthew and Sarah, or Sarah hey. and Matthew. Matthew or Stubbs as yeah, the I was other say, Matthew. Aren't we, aren't we now having to call him Stubbs? Yeah, I, th- I think Only it's, it's Stubbs. It's Stubbs? All right. I figured Matthew is in here. Let's so. keep it consistent. All right. So Stubbs. But uh, the Geeks <laughs> You Eat, they are back. And they actually introduced me, which uh, a guest is now on the show. First time on our show. He's been on other shows probably. And probably more successful shows because he's like, God, why did I waste my Wednesday night? Uh, but we have we have we bribed him with drinks guys come on but we have also uh big chris in the studio uh now so some people who don't know you such as i'm going to be learning a lot more about you i know a little bit about you but explain where where you fall into in the genre of horror and stuff like that oh man where do i fall into the genre of horror i just like what uh, got you into it so personally i just really i just really like horror movies Uh, i've always liked kind of darker things um and uh and I like to draw, and so those shaking those all three of those things up together kind of makes uh, makes for a good. Now uh, I will say this: so uh, you can throw out probably your Instagram and any place where people can look at your artwork. So of course, if they're listening to this at work right now or somewhere, and they're like, "Oh, I want to see some of this artwork," go ahead and throw that out because we like to we like to promote as much as possible for other people, more more talented people than I am. So. Uh, <laughs> Sure. So my, my Instagram is just Big Chris Art, all one word, and uh, churchofhorror.com uh, is the website. Now, Church of Horror. Now, uh, when did you start doing that? Uh, that was really uh, fairly recent, you know, maybe even as recent as March of this year. Um, my business partner, Heather, and I um, started doing well with some of the horror stuff and decided to have a, uh, you know, an umbrella to, to catch all of that. Oh, you know? very cool. Very cool. And uh, so what was funny is... Uh, I'll give you just a real a real brief. Um, we uh, he came up earlier in conversation. Um, Benjamin Glendening, he and I did a uh, piece together uh, that, that went pretty viral. It's a uh, slashers playing poker. You know? Yes, yes. Yeah, I actually and, uh, did see that shirt at Comic Con. Yeah, yeah, I got really excited. I was like, "Hey, that's Ben's shirt." Right? Of course, I didn't know you were involved with the making of it at the time. But. Yeah, it's funny with Ben because he's been on socially awkward a few times. We've been trying to get him on the horror cast, uh, but he just hasn't had time, or he really I, he probably hates me. Um, he, I, I, I met me, he, and he's like, "Fuck that I don't bitch. think he hates. It's anybody. I think he's just like legit that busy. Yeah, no, he, really he seems like basically, he's busy. you don't even like, he's like, he's a rumor nowadays. Like, you don't even see Ben. Like, you don't see so, him anywhere. Doing so much, you don't even he's see him. He's just like 
gone <laughs> no it's true because every time we try to get him on the show he's like oh no he's like i'm going to vegas this week and da 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 and this and then all this other stuff well, happens you know, so. you know the trick is you need, you need to speak his true name in a dark room and then then he'll appear oh like he'll in appear a, in, in a mirror, mirror. Yeah. <laughs> we all just get go home and get in the bathroom and go look in the mirror and we're like glenn denny glenn denny glenn denning and, and then like, ben appears yeah. and he's like what the no, hell no, guys holding a knife and wearing a towel <laughs> oh you went at that i was just waiting for him to be like yeah i know you just i'm in the kitchen why are you yeah you're he's like, i'm making what? a sandwich come on i'm not coming into the bathroom you're leave me the in, fuck alone it's like you said you were going to the bathroom and then you start screaming my name while you're taking a shit like what the hell's going on here buddy <laughs> With the li- why do you have the lights off <laughs> but um all right so uh back to uh Get ready for this. We derail a lot, um, and this is actually really tame for me because I'm not even I'm not even uh, centered uh, tonight. So Prop 205. Um, centered is going, okay. Again, yeah. don't. Anyways, I ruined it. I know. No, you didn't Continue. ruin it. It's like everybody who listens to all the podcasts already know everything that I say. So you don't well, have he to... didn't know. Well, he he'll he'll learn later. He already talked about the story I just told about where I was sitting on the couch, centered, and yeah, I was true. lost in Vine videos for two and a half hours. So. Um, but, uh, yes. Uh, so, uh, Chris, um, so I would like to, we always like to ask these kind of questions when people come on the show for horror and everything like that. So what was like something that you saw like growing up, what was something that either like a horror movie that you saw that either scared the crap out of you or you were just like, I want to see more of this. And it wasn't until really a certain, like, it wasn't until like when you got to a certain age going like, Oh man, why was I even scared of this thing? But it like, it didn't scare you away from horror. Obviously it made you go like, Oh, I want to dive more into it. So what was like, probably like your first thing you saw maybe? Yeah, no, it was, uh, certainly Frankenstein, just, uh, whether it was oh. reading stories of Frankenstein or seeing the oh, early nice. movies. Um, I always, I always, uh, related very well to the big, misunderstood guy <laughs> uh, the incredible hulk frankenstein you know. true story i have literally since tangled came out i have literally referred to chris as like one of the like there's a scene in tangled where they go to the snuggly duckling and it's a bunch of like you know ruffians oh, yeah, yeah. and thugs but they're all super nice and like oh, kind yeah, yeah. and like that's literally like if big chris was in a movie like this is like big chris because like you look at him and he's like six foot like 1000 and like gigantic (laughs) that is the number number. and like (laughs) exactly that but like seriously i've known big chris for like god 2011 i think is when i met you so god like six seven years now like almost a decade yeah and like it's like so intimidating to come up to him because he's this like tall guy i'm this like five foot four girl and it's like whoa you're tall but he's like so kind and so nice and you'll never meet a more genuine like awesome guy who loves horror like that, except for my husband i love my husband i'm not i'm not just gonna clarify genuine, also uh, genuine uh, also kind semi-genuine you know. but yeah. like still loves horror but like but like famous like big chris in my mind i'm like he's famous people know who he is he's Shoot. got he's got like a t-shirt at spencer's like people know yeah like people know who big chris is and so like when you can meet someone like that who's so cool so down to earth like I get what you're saying, like like the Frankenstein, like the misunderstood monster, like like it makes so much sense. That is okay. So you did you fall? So basically, did you really like like the Bell, uh, not the Bell Lugosi, the um, Boris Karloff. Boris Karloff. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, uh, we were just talking about him doing yeah. the, the Mummy, and I'm like, I'm I'm a mess tonight, kids. Anyways, um, but I yeah, got, so got him tattooed on my calf. Oh, do you? Okay. Oh, really? Nice. Is that uh, a new one? 
Uh, it's my newest one, but it's probably three years old. Bobby Moss uh, from Time and Star Tattoo does a majority of my uh, most recent tattoo work, and they just hurt. Tattoos hurt. I hate it. <laughs> I hate getting tattooed. Yeah, okay. Not that bad. Actually, this, this kind of brings up actually a really good uh, discussion because, of course, um, not very good reviews on on the movie right now. But the the Mummy did come out, and a lot of people are like meh. But they did cast their Dark Universe. Now the guy, um, I don't remember the actor's name, but I do know he was in uh, No uh, No Country for Old Men. Basically, he played the bad guy, and he actually oh. was now casted as Frankenstein's monster. Now, do you think that's a good pull, or if you could cast Frankenstein's monster, who would you have casted? Oh man. We'll do dead and alive. True. Man. Do you remember the man? I'm so old. Do you remember Night Court? Yeah. Yeah. So bullshit. Oh shit! Nice. Oh, that's a good amazing. pull. Yeah, he'd be great. That's a cool pull. Okay, so Frankenstein. You know who would have been really good as a Frankenstein's monster, though it would be totally not common, mm-hmm. is Matthew McGrory from House of a Thousand Corpses. He was tiny. Oh he yeah. He would have been like a really interesting take on like a modern Frankenstein's monster, I think. No, actually, yeah, that would have been really good because yeah, he like he was, he was like six foot seven or something. Like he was really tall. Yeah, he was also and, the I believe he was also the giant in uh was it uh, Big Fish? Big Fish yeah, yes. And oh, he was such a, he was such a like really cool actor. Like I'm really like bummed that I never got to like meet him at a convention or something. I got to meet Erwin Keys before he passed away, and he was like he was at Phoenix Comic Con. In like 2013 oh, and okay. or 14 13 because I went to eat with you in 14. That's right. So, but I met him and nobody was at his booth and Aww. literally I had to like excuse myself like four times before he'd let me leave. Like I felt so bad. Like he was the sweetest, oh, most awesome guy. But no, like they didn't have him in a good position. He wasn't like with the rest of celebrities. Like he was like it's, he was like those kind of, like wrestler kind of like celebrities, when, when, like yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. on the floor. It's kind of like when we talked to the uh, blacksmith from Army of Darkness. Oh my god, we year. so yeah. Remind us, let's come back to that and circle around. Yeah. Oh yeah. But we'll like, definitely. But like Erwin Keys, like was I'm so happy that I met him. Like one of the coolest people that I've ever met. I have pictures of him, like literally with me in a chokehold. Like, oh, nice. At his insistence. That's and cute. I, I insist I, I must choke you. Yes, literally. I, I mean, I, I don't know if I should be insulted or like take that as flattery because Kane Hodder choked me too. Like so, like is this a thing with horror people? Like maybe could they be. like to choke people. Well, they <laughs> are in the horror that, genre, so am I just that talkative? <laughs> They're like, they're like, shut nah, up, Nah, you're fine. Well, I mean, again, it was at your insistence, so. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of honoring people who've passed away, I wanted to bring up, I know it's not really in the horror genre, really, but. No, I'm um, giving him a tribute tomorrow, so don't worry about it. Oh, okay. Uh, Adam West, so. Yeah, no, I was going to talk away. about him on uh, Socially Awkward, where it was uh, appropriate to talk about him in pop Still culture. Still appropriate to talk to him it's everywhere. It's Adam West. He's appropriate to bring up in any freaking yeah, it, podcast. It's, yeah. I'm really, big, really sad. Big loss. It's. You know. That's Batman. That's like the Batman. Yeah, I haven't been this bummed out since Christopher Lee died. I was pretty. Lee I was, was pretty dude. bummed when. Um, well, I've I've had almost a bottle of wine, guys. So give me hey, a minute. I can't remember shit today, and I'm um, not even done with the I first drink. So. Shit ever, so Why can't fine. I remember his name? Alan Rickman. Sorry. Alan Rickman. Oh yeah. gosh. Oh, yeah. Alan Rickman, man, too. that was a crushing blow, and like obviously for everybody, Carrie Fisher. 
Yes. But, but my God, my, like the better part of an entire day I was in a, fu- like anytime someone posted on Facebook about Carrie Fisher, I'd start crying. Like, that was my princess. Well, like, yeah, that's the thing. It like, was... I feel like we're at that age. Like it's, it sucks being at this age now that we are. Cause we're all like, you know, like in our, our like, idols. All, we're all like in our heroes. late twenties to early forties. I'm being respectful of everybody here. Cause I don't know who any oh, I'm, I'm old as fuck. So, um, <laughs> I was being respectful of Chris. God, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be 60. I'm 100. No, you're not. Yeah, someday. Someday. <laughs> but like, specific. but like, I felt like this past year was like the first year that like people I knew died. Like, granted, I I grew up with like an older father, so like I was cognizant of like older actors and whatnot. But like, I felt like this 2016, 2017, it's been people that like impacted my pop culture experience. Yeah. And so like to me, that's really bizarre. Like. You know, Carrie Fisher was like crushing. Like I didn't like well, I didn't expect it and when I heard about it, I was like, Oh my god, no. Like Yeah, it was just one of those things because what I also realize and a lot of people not really realize, but it's a big thing where it's like that was like the first almost like big like, hey, a woman can shoot a gun in a movie, a woman can be a badass, a woman it was really a big staple for a lot of girls to look up to and go oh. and like, Oh fuck yeah. Like, you know, when you're especially okay, when you're playing like growing up, I used to we used to play like Ninja Turtles and stuff of like that. It was like if there's a female she always gets stuck as April O'Neil. It's all like, I'm the clumsy girl who always gets captured, blah, blah, blah. But it was all like, you were like, hey, you're going to be Princess Leia. You're like, fuck yeah, I'm going to fuck some shit up, you know? In preschool, we played uh, Super Mario Brothers, and I remember, like, thinking it was cool to be Princess Toadstool. But, like, at the same time, or Princess Peach, rather. And, like, but at the same time. <laughs> no, you're fine. No, Toadstool is what we were told growing up, and then it wasn't until and the Nintendo 64. They were like, no, she's always been called Peach. We just thought you guys were dumb. And if it was called Princess Peach in the Mushroom Kingdom, you guys would have lost well, her shit. Okay, so, like, no, but in preschool, we played Princess Toadstool and Princess Peach. Oh. So we made our own characters. We were, we were like, forward-thinking, like, we had multiple princesses because there were girls. So if we weren't playing She-Ra, it was Mario Brothers. But so, so like, I, I just had a thought. Getting getting back to the uh, Universal uh, Dark Universe. <laughs> Matthew's like, you guys <laughs> tangent in way yeah. too much. Rain it back in. So do you think? Do you think? So like recently, like these. And, and speaking of like girl power. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, like and and Wonder Woman. Do you, do you think it's gonna take a few series or a few few movies for for them to get it right? The way the way that it took DC a few movies to get it right. I am not sure because I never saw you saw and this was and this was supposed to be the first movie in the thing, but then they decided to go. Nope, we're not, we're gonna start over with the Mummy. It was uh, Dracula Untold? I didn't see it, uh, but you have. Well, well, you could I've probably give it. a little thing. Okay, you we've have seen, too. We've yeah. seen yeah, Dracula. It, okay, it, it should have I... remained untold. Yeah. Okay, because oh, me, really? I was no, like Luke Evans was in it, and you know he was. Gaston in Beauty and the Beast, but he's way better at singing than he is at acting. It, it I was... thought that he did a really good job of it, but I felt like it wasn't really the actual Dracula story. No. Yeah, like, it, was not, it, was it was not a Dracula like, story. It was they made him more... a hero, didn't they? Well, they kind of made him well, like, it was, well, yeah. It was Vlad like the Impaler is a hero. It was like people. a Shakespearean <laughs> hero, where it's like a really tragic love story. It's mm. like an basically. anti-hero. So, but yeah, but starting that dark universe, like you were saying, like I haven't seen the mummy yet, so I can't, and I, I am, I am going to see it because I'm not going to see it in theaters, obviously, but, uh, I will see it because I do want to get my opinion of like, okay, what could they have done 
to probably how can they fix this thing because I, they might I can tell you how they can fix it because my let's opinion stop is stop making these movies action movies let's get back to okay the, see that's what I was curious let's about let's get back, back to the, to the fact roots. that these are horror icons horror fans are the okay, ones who want these to be so like ter- ter- apparently I don't have to see the movie I already knew I was no, all like, like maybe a little less action and more make, in depth on the yeah, monsters why do you have to make these movies action movies why can we not have a good horror remake of the mummy like yes brendan Fraser's initial mummy movie was, was terrible. What? No. I thought it was terrible. Okay, she the used to first go... mummy movie? No, the first one the was amazing. The very first one was great. I was, she was said great. the Brendan Fraser one, and I Brendan said that Fraser. was No, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking. Okay. The mummy was it was the perfect his balance. mummy movie, and then he had two other ones. Yeah, yeah. he had the mummy, and the, then the mummy like the basically the, the, Revenge the of the Mummy one, or whatever. But the first Revenge one of the Mummy, and then the Mummy Dragon Tomb or something. Perfect mix of horror, action, and comedy. Like it just it felt so right. Like there were parts that were scary. There were parts that were funny and it was an action like indiana jones type of movie yes. like brendan Fraser did a great job the second one was terrible second one was a cash grab we all know it like it was like they tried to make evie like not so like you know like damsel and distressy and it didn't work like they didn't do it right they could have they didn't no yeah it's like whenever they scorpion to... king was terrible and then the the asian like you know, clay oh, yeah. figure mummy yeah. movie with Brendan Fraser. That was a cash grab. He was too old to be doing it, and we should. We yeah, just the one don't with the, the dragon tomb one. Yeah, that was just like, I mean, like, Rachel I, Weiss didn't even want to do that. She's like, nope, I'm out. The funny part is, the best part about that movie, if you can even say there was a the best part, was the Yeti shit. I was like, oh, this is something new we haven't seen. It's kind of cool. It was like, a, you know, in the Alps and stuff. You're like, oh, cool, Yetis. But then as soon as they went away, you're like, oh, now we're back to this crap. Okay. I got 15 minutes of Yeti and I'm I'm done. But, like, but the first one really yeah, was yeah the first horror. one I like yeah like, it, it was it was not super scary horror but it it felt it, yes it did have those because especially when the mummy's trying to like regenerate himself and then yes. you saw like the corpse like all yes. like t- like his eyes were removed and stuff I was like oh fuck you know so like I do like that movie like that first mummy movie the Brendan Fraser like the I would I guess if you want to call it the remake of the original mummy movie but I think they put their own kind of flair on it which I think uh-huh. worked. Uh, I thought it was really well done. Now, this one, I like – this is the thing. I like the look of the mummy, and I like the female – I like having a female like time this time around. Sure. But I have a feeling with the whole action stuff and things, you're like, mm, is it they really – They're they're referring – the critics are calling this Tom Cruise's Battlefield Earth. That's how bad this is to the critics. Mm. <laughs> like they they have panned it. You know, we we had an opportunity to do a recipe for it, and it didn't work out. And I'm actually, like, almost a little <laughs> bit of, glad, glad because, like, I yeah. feel like this was, like, a missed opportunity for the Universal, like... You're like, the recipe didn't work out, just like the movie. <laughs> we didn't even try, to be honest. We didn't have time. Like, time was not our friend this yeah, month. We, we were talking to people, and we got su- suggestions, like, why don't you wrap a hot dog in bacon and call it a wrap mummy dog? And we're like, and no. We're like, oh, no. Yikes. Wrap mummy dog. They should have no. put Chris Pratt in Tom Cruise's role. Yes! Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Now, okay, if you had done the same movie with Chris Pratt, right. I would have paid, like, they would have just taken my money. I would have been like, yes. But they should probably actually put Chris Pratt in just about anything. Like, he could really, like, they've talked about remaking Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, Jack Burton. Oh, Jack Burton oh my God. Pratt, that would you know, be if amazing. Doing a, if they're doing an Indiana Jones remake, Chris Pratt has to be, like, Chris Pratt is just a... Like, Chris Pratt... Chris Pratt or Ryan Reynolds. Just put those, those two guys. Uh, you know, Ryan Reynolds, I... I'm over him. He's he's not as funny as he used to. Like, oh, man. He's Deadpool. just... Whoa, whoa. Deadpool, Deadpool was good. Okay, but like... But he's not yeah, funny like, in every... 
every movie. Like, I feel like he plays the same character in every single movie. At least Chris Pratt has a little bit of a range. Like, his funny travels. And he oh, I don't know. Kind of... I, I kind of thought his character was a dick in Passengers. I'm just going to say it. I didn't see Passengers. Oh, yeah. I That was the, like, okay movie. Like, I watched Split and then watched that afterwards. Split was amazing. I'll tell you that much. But that Passenger movie, you're just kind of like, Oh, Chris Pratt, you're kind of a dick. Oh, really? But Ooh, okay, yeah. but see, that's you know what I appreciate that about it's, him. Isn't that kind of because, good for Chris Pratt? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is like he, he needs, needs to kind of vary his character. Well, yes, I feel like, and I feel no, no, like, no, but it wasn't so much of like him being a dick in the movie. It's like what he what he did was a dick move in the movie, and you're like, but oh, again, fuck that's you. a great thing for him to do because like I was like Star Lord, you fucked up big yeah, time. But then again, he's not <laughs> because like, isn't the, that kind of like half of Star Lord's personality in general is just being a dick. No. Yeah, but he's a fun dick. This one, no, this one was this like. This one was just straight up. I'll dick. put it this way. Okay, this one was okay. I'm just well, gonna spoil it. It's been out. I mean, I so basically, what he ends up doing, he his his capsule opens. He's been on the ship for like a year. He gets lonely. He goes to try to kill himself. He runs into a room where he sees uh, Jennifer Lawrence's character and goes, oh, and then decides I'm gonna break her pod so I can have somebody to beat. Yeah, dick fucking move. So you basically took her life. Just so you were not alone, you just basically picked the hottest chick in the in the area, and you were just like, "Yep, I'm gonna break that pot." That's what I was like. I was like, "Oh fuck you, Chris Pratt." But like, I still think like that's that like such a, a like. Move. Yeah, thank you. It's a dick move, but like I appreciate that about Chris Pratt because like you have like who he was in Jurassic World, which was kind of like the love lovable, like kind of like smart but kind it of was airheady. The human Chris Pratt, yeah. the completely but then, like, human you have, like, Star Lord. Then you have like Star Lord, like he, with a pack he's... of train velocity. Raptors, on a triumph on a like, triumph okay scrambler like <laughs> you can't get cool sorry steve mcqueen chris pratt trumped you uh, no 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 don't shit talk steve mcqueen <laughs> i'm sorry I'm, I'm he big... was on a motorcycle with velociraptors you don't get fucking cooler than that <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm a big uh steve, steve mcqueen fan and i know he and loves, i'm a big velociraptor fan he, 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 he loved triumph motorcycles i i love triumph motorcycles and well i feel like that was kind of like there. a tr- like an homage to steve mcqueen in a way although oh, i feel clearly. like almost every single like scene with somebody on a motorcycle is an homage to steve mcqueen so because he did this so what you're saying is both ghost rider films was a love letter to steve mcqueen <laughs> yes <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly I what I'm was saying. Actually well, more with, like with hate one mail. little one little comment. Yeah. Well, they tried Ghost to do Rider it as, as a. They're like, we hate you, Steve McQueen. They tried to do but a we love letter. You. They tried to do a love letter, but basically what they did was just like, oh, what is it like that weird, creepy fa- like fan fiction where it just turns into porn. <laughs> I can never That's remember. a fan fiction, I believe. Yeah. yeah. So it's like <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I I, I, I don't think I've like ever read a fan fiction that didn't end up with okay, fine. With sexual it's... acts in it. Yeah. I'm, so I mean... basically, Ghost Rider was to The Great Escape as uh, Fifty Shades of Grey was to Twilight. Like they just completely um, took the title of it know. and just twisted it and destroyed Anywho, it. So... I, anyways, I think we got. <laughs> we need to get back to talking to Chris. Yeah, Chris. Anyways, uh... Chris. I have made the Fifty Shades of Grey to Twilight comparison as well. So I. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> He's on. Uh, well, because that's but he has done fan art of occurred. neither guys. True. Neither. True. None. But I might. No. <laughs> Just make I'm a tie. pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Heather will put a stop to that. She's like, no sparkly vampires, Chris. <laughs> if you have glitter on your artwork. I was waiting for him to leak. He's like, he's coming home from the store and just has all these glitter pens. She's like, no. <laughs> By the way, that was not me complimenting Twilight in any way, shape, or form. I was simply making that statement because that's literally what Fifty Shades of Grey started out as. So. 
But um, but anyways, but actually, actually, yeah, we could get we could get more people. Like, if you want to think about it, let's uh, like uh, we have horror people here. But yeah, how could we probably how could they turn this around? Basically, if they want, because obviously they're not going to stop with Dark Universe. I I have a it's one of those things where right now they should go. Wait a minute, let's pull this back. Let's rethink. Right now they're like, no, fuck it, let's just get it out, and they're going to just rush the gun on it. So um, you think gritty horror? I would love to see a Jack the Ripper. I would, I would oh, love to. Yeah. Well, the, the thing about these Universal movies is they're trying to, they're making them so that they can keep their properties. Yes. Because if the time is up, like otherwise it becomes free reign for everyone. Gritty reboots are a thing. Why can't we have gritty like horror reboots of these? Like yeah, I don't know. I, it's I like think the perfect like, I, mean, I, would, I would absolutely love a creature from the Black Lagoon. I like, would, that's, or an Invisible that's, Man. That's, that's a big or one for me. We just like, watched uh, Bride of Frankenstein. We were at. Um, Hermosa yeah. Inn <laughs> yeah, in a haunted hotel room. In a haunted hotel room. And on a we we stumbled upon on their the you know hotel TV. We stumbled upon Sven Gulli showing Bride of Frankenstein. Oh wow! And so we of course watched it. But like, why not remake those kind of movies? Like, and do them like a gritty, realistic, like now reboot yeah like, well, it doesn't have to be like you know 1800s period piece but like why not like remake these as horror movies like well the way that i kind of see it is like they i know that they're doing a movie with leonardo dicaprio at playing uh hh holmes and I feel like that that's gonna that was a really really good pick. So I feel like if they just continue He's on that same vein, though. it'll be like oh, that's, that's super that interesting. Like that's like yeah. a super yeah, but I don't know. But that's a, that's but the I'm thing. Saying, like, I don't that's know the if... vein and that's the angle that they should take because I feel like uh, D- uh, DiCaprio is going to be able to take like the weird, creepy, like yet friendly vibe that H. H. Holmes has and be able to like twist it and actually portray it. And I feel like they need to pick people who can take the like the horror, the original horror movie, like take the the like the feeling of those films and find someone who can twist it, make it modern, but still make it creepy and make it still like horror genre instead of just being I like action I mean, and explosions. They're not and doing shit. That, horror that though. H. H. Holmes character is only like one step from removed from his character in Django Unchained. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very it, similar. I never saw that movie. Uh, oh, that's yeah. such a brilliant... I would say You need steps. to see that movie. <laughs> yeah, I knew. Two, three, but it, you, yeah. you know what I'm getting at. It, yeah, but he does have that kind of like that... Uh, Django Unchained, he does have like that weird, creepy, like southern gentleman vibe but he still has like because they still have like the really dark undertones to it so that's why like i'm looking forward to him portraying it because i feel like he'll be able to portray it well um but yeah i feel like they're not taking these to like horror extremes because like right now the horror market wants to see movies like the conjuring annabelle like all of these paranormal movies where they're pretty like they're intense and or gory. Yeah. It's one of the two. But n- all of these horror movies, like all of the universal monsters, like, you know, I love the old ones. Like oh, House yeah, on Haunted yeah. yeah. Hill is one of my favorite movies of all time. Vincent Price. I actually even loved the remake because of the tributes they paid to the original calling him Stephen Price and like all of that. And I love Jeffrey Rush. Well, but see, like, that's, I feel like these that's movies like a are good too, example. Like but these movies are too subtle. Like the horror in them is not in your face. Like scary, crazy. It's either too subtle or it's campy. 
they always go but to one of the extremes. But they don't want to do that like right now. So what they're doing is they're, they're trying to save their property and they're going with the action route because yeah. like really you're going to have Dr. Jekyll in a mummy see, movie? Yeah. Like I see this is the thing. I like that idea going like okay, you're building a universe, but then it's like okay, but now you're throwing in all this action. Like a great example actually what they could have done with the mummy movie is you have Tom Cruise sitting on that jet plane and then everything goes haywire in the, in the trailer and stuff. That would have been a cool thing. It's like, it shows like the mummy going into his mind, telling him to do all this stuff. And then next thing you know, he starts going out and killing people and bringing things back to her thinking he's doing the right thing. Like if you did something like that, you're like, you're not doing a huge explosions. You're not, you're going like, cause then you're like, okay, wait a minute. Is he, is he him or is he being controlled? Like what's going on? Kind of thing. Is he like insane? They like, you, I mean, there's so many routes. way more horror than action. Yeah. And I agree with that because a prime example, like we were just talking about with Frankenstein, like making it modern, you could literally take the idea from young Frankenstein where he's mm-hmm. founds his father's work and he's going to, but you can make it instead of a comedy, build it into a horror thing where he's all like, why is my father? Why was my father chased out of town? Why? Didn't they kind why of do that this- with Lazarus effect? Is that am I? Uh, no, Lazarus effect, no, Lazarus was, effect was less like less Frankenstein. More, yeah, it was less like, Frankenstein, more, more zombie. It was more demon. Oh yeah, it was more like a possession. Right. But uh, but like yeah, I said, it's, like it's more like Event Horizon, really. Yeah. So <laughs> it's <laughs> it's just like like that's what I was thinking. Like so like him going like oh my father's work like he found all this stuff like why was it buried like all these kind of things and then you could start finding out like going like when he gets to a certain point thinks he's doing something good and then you realize going like oh wait a minute then you find this notebook especially with like modern science where it and is, then you find out like, like it's oh even man, like I, I think Frankenstein is like even more like you know relevant to today's market because of where science is and like oh well prime example with the the, all the cosmetic yes you could literally do something like that you know Uh, i agree like so i mean there's so many routes i can take and that's the problem i don't think they're literally sitting down with anybody with horror related backgrounds and stuff like that horror fans exactly they're not not asking horror fans or even doing like market research into what horror fans want they're doing like what they think the popular market wants they basically grabbed they basically just grabbed a bunch of people who like tom cruise going would you see an action movie with tom Tom cruise Cruise fans aren't fans of this like the reviews of this are saying that this is like tom's Tom Cruise couldn't save this movie. Like that's how the reviews are reading yeah. for this. You know, like, I kind of feel like they're kind of doing what they did with uh, comic book movies at first, where they completely screwed it up, and finally they said, true, "You know, yeah. we're gonna sit down with people who are actually fans of the series, fans of like this genre, and then go off what they say and create it that way." And I feel. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to kill a fly. Uh, <laughs> and I feel like that's kind of what they're doing. They're still trying to find their footing with horror because I feel like it's kinda... like mic drop. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I feel like it kind of got derailed and they're still trying Speaking to find their of derailed. Yeah, seriously. Uh, so can we talk about Big Chris some more? Cause yeah, I, let's go back to I you. brought this amazing guy and he's like sitting here silently like. Okay, so I, I, do, have... <laughs> I do have a question for you. Though. I was waiting for him to just be like, actually, I'm a huge Tom. Cruise fan. <laughs> I think and uh, actually, the mummy, I really love the, the mummy. Movie. The, yeah, he's my cousin in the mummy. I, is, on my other I know you're not related <laughs> to Tom a, Cruise because of the height difference. <laughs> it's yeah. him and Frankenstein <laughs> looking at each other. If you cross your legs, the kiss. Um, so I have a question for you. Have you ever had like any like paranormal experiences or anything like that possibly oh, like could? Yeah, or like alien abductions or anything that would indicate that you that that kind of thing exists. Yeah, I mean, but my parole officer has told me I shouldn't talk about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> wait, wait, are you on medication right now? That's my next uh, question. That's a really interesting question. Uh, nothing that really comes to mind. 
um, when I was when I was a kid, I had this really strange obsession with death, uh, even at a really young age, like five, six. And I would wake up. Uh, I remember I had this antique desk in my bedroom, and I had this little Snoopy pencil box, and I had pencils and little pieces of paper. And I'd wake up through the night, and I would write down what time it was. So that way, if my parents found me in the morning and I was dead, they would know what time I had died. And it, wow! And it oh, would say cow. it would be like two o two, two o two, two o two, two o three. I'd wake up several times a minute and write down what time it was. Oh my god, that's crazy! And this was at five. Yeah, and I remember, I remember right Have around you that time. Thought about writing a screenplay about that because that <laughs> would make like a really awesome horror movie, like. No, or like or legit, fucking like, or a legitimate like comic book at this like, point. Yeah, like, legit, yeah, legit. Like you need to take that idea and do something with nice. it. So, you heard it here uh, first, tra- folks. Trademark. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, but you, yeah, we even, trademark a lot of stuff. Even, <laughs> even around that time, I do remember. Um, I do remember waking up and walking into the living room, and there was a man in a trench coat holding a plant, and he he gave me this plant, and I remember walking into my parents' room and waking up my dad and saying, "There's a man in the." There's a man in our living room, you know, and obviously he jumped up and panicked. I remember ru- him running into the living room. <laughs> Were you still holding the plant? Uh, the plant, there was a plant on the, um, on the end table. And then there was a jacket that was laying over, over the, I believe it was my dad's jacket, but it was laying over the side of the couch. It wasn't in the closet like it was supposed to be. And just oh. inter- little interesting things, but yeah, put that, like, put yeah, that gr- in the book. Growing up, I had a lot of, seriously, uh, a, a lot of not, not necessarily paranormal type things, but yeah, just sort unusual. of unexplained things that really kind of set me on my Oh, that's kind of cool, on my actually. Darkish path, I suppose. I like that. So, uh, going back to like uh, the movies as well. So, uh, Frankenstein, obviously, is someone you related to. Is there any like big, you know, some of the I would say maybe mainstream horror, such as you know Freddy Krueger, Jason, mm-hmm. some of that. Any of those ones that like when you saw it, you're like, oh, this is this is my dude, because everyone has like that like oh i right. love these these kind of movies and stuff like that because i know my older brother was like a huge freddy krueger fan mm-hmm. Dream and stuff like that. yeah i'm I'm, yeah. I'm, the, I'm the same uh freddy krueger for sure um i liked the idea that a movie would scare me enough as a kid that i had to stay awake because if yeah. i was going to fall asleep there was no like I, I i i tend to prefer the more kind of supernatural kind of unrealistic fantasy style horror stuff to like the the saws or the you yeah. know, things like that um just because you know, I could I could watch the news nowadays and and you know and see and see, and see, and see that <laughs> see kind of a slasher stuff. film. Well, but I, I like I like the I like the creeper stuff. I've always really liked puppets and dolls. Like I, I really like Chucky and you know I, I like uh, I like just creepy. So so a question for you then: uh, sure. Are you are you excited then for the new the new uh, re- remake of the uh, Puppet Master movie? Coming? I'm very I'm very excited. okay. Oh, they're making a I tried oh yeah to they're watch, doing another one I yeah. and, uh, and, and Annabelle too. Yep. How do you, how do you, like Annabelle, Annabelle 2 is coming out this summer. Yeah. And by the way, folks, Man. geeks who eat will have a recipe because, yeah, we will. <laughs> nice. But I'm also looking very forward the, to the, the thing, new The thing about Annabelle as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Anna, yeah. The Annabelle movie irritated me, though, because the actual story was nothing like the movie, and the actual story is actually no, I blame Universal. The Obviously, they didn't do the mummy so, correct, so. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. I but, actually I mean, didn't I, hate in, Annabelle. Like, well, I feel like, it wasn't my yeah. favorite, but I didn't hate it either. Like, well, I, it was still a pretty solid movie. Yeah, I feel like the movie on its own if it had been named something besides Annabelle would have been fine but the fact that they tried to equate it to this thing that actually happened in real life that was creepier than what they had in the movie just kind of like irritated me I'm like why didn't you just stick to the original movie and if you wanted to make this other movie or why didn't you stick to the original story and if you wanted to make this other movie that's fine just don't call it Annabelle like that was I just kind of my main I felt that way about main... the Evil Dead remake but that's another night well I mean that's the thing though. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you on the fair, Evil Dead remake that, that's the thing though we're all in that that uh, pool now of like oh, all of our old fun classic horror movies and stuff that are going to be getting a remake and it's not going to be what they're not going to remake my favorite what nobody's going to remake house of a thousand corpses 
And <laughs> they should do some origin stories. Ten, ten years. Just Dude, wait. if Rob oh, Zombie did origin idea. stories, I would be so stories. amped about that. Yeah. Dude, the Firefly clan. Like, I want to know how Captain Spaulding became a part of that. Like, sure. seriously? Oh, Chris, you just, like, relit my fire. Because, oh. So I'll tell, you, I'll tell you a fun Sid Haig story uh, from a couple weekends ago. I was at a uh, Mad Monster Party. And it was the first show that I had ever done uh, anything with Church of Horror. So it was kind of our kind of our coming out party. And Mad Monster always takes amazing... Wait, did you come out of the closet? Uh, <laughs> no, they came out yeah. of the grave. Because <laughs> 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 even the closet, like, the crypt, monsters right, yeah. in the closet. Uh, like, true. that's not, still a pretty crypt. good, oh, like... I mean, you, you can speak of horror and coming out. Oh, you didn't hear that? Yeah, a tail... Wait, hold on, though, guys. Did you not hear, like, speaking of coming out and being, like, a part of that, like... The Babadook is apparently now oh a pride God. icon. Yeah, I died. I died like, laughing I with that. I no. don't understand why? it. I'm I, like, no. it's like a horror movie. No, no, no. Like, you know why? Because Netflix fucked up. I was scrolling through Netflix a while back, actually last week, because I was catching up on a bunch of shit, and literally under the gay movies, the Babadook was there. <laughs> no, I think that, I think and that I was, was like, because of, no, that's because of the pride thing. Like, they've taken him as, like, this, like, icon, because, like, somebody on Twitter made, like, this meme about how the Babadook was, like, fabulous, or something like that. I would and watch so that movie, now, they're like, now the Babadook is like all over LA. I was like, I mean, I'm he, so like, there were people Gabe dressed Duke. up. Gabe like, <laughs> there were literally people at LA Pride <laughs> dressed up like the Babadook. And I was like, whoa, okay. Yeah, I really didn't understand the connection. Like, so. honestly, if you're going to pick a horror movie, I think I'd pick a better one. It wasn't that great, but to each his own like yeah i wasn't a huge fan of the babadook either honestly i thought the kid i was i really annoying. i felt I, yeah there was a lot of annoying parts in it and then when you finally got to see the babadook you're like oh my god and then they really didn't do much with him no. and yeah. then it was like to me it was like oh it's like having a pokemon in your basement now the, tra- you the trailer the trailer was so good the, the trailer, trailer was, was so amazing the movie. yes i agree but okay so back to sit yeah the so the same, same, story. Yeah. same with same with clown actually i watched clown i didn't see clown in the theater but i watched it the it's on day. netflix yeah i watched it yeah we just it's, watched it's, it. it. Yeah, we reviewed it. I think it was our last one we reviewed. Uh-huh. It's interesting. Like, uh, surprisingly, s- spoiler alerts. Uh, like, Wait, no, I haven't seen it. No, no, no. Surprisingly, like it. Uh, like the deaths. I'll just say this: the deaths in there. You're like, oh shit. Okay, so we're, we're doing that. Okay. There, there were there were some scenes yeah. that were really good. What was the other really clown movie that, that was on Netflix? Yeah. The Irish one. And it was really fantastic. It's like Irish or Scottish or I don't know some sort of European accenty movie. It's like a clown movie oh, though. Oh, oh, there's a ghost. Oh. No, 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 not like that. But it's a clown movie, and it's like really, it's kind of funny the horror. Killer clowns from outer space. No, it's oh, not that. No, it's that not that amazing. funny. It's That's it's amazing. more serious than that. But it's still funny. We watched it, and we were surprised at how Try good it was. Because, yeah, there's Clown. That, it that, wasn't Clown. No, I know. That's, I'm just trying to go. Like, I'm literally going name. through my Clown and Rolodex right now. it's the one with right the now. eggs. Eggs, eggs. Oh. Oh, it's the one that Bo- Bowser was talking about. The I one think. where they draw the clown faces on the eggs oh, and each clown has yes. a... No, I yeah, haven't caught one. up no, on... that I one. Haven't. Okay, never mind. Yeah, oh, it's I'm, so I'm good. Out. Oh, my God. You guys need to watch it. Okay. Oh, it's going to kill me now. It's on Netflix, though? It was at uh, one point. I'll have to check. I don't I don't know that it's off Netflix. Okay. I don't know that it's still on. Is my Okay, I'll, I'm gonna I'll, have to go, I'll try to check it out. I, I'm going to mic away for real quick. We'll, we'll, Talk we'll, about Sid Haig. Yeah, Sid Speaking Haig. of clowns. Oh, okay, so Sid Haig. So, <laughs> so uh, I did a picture, a, a marker drawing of Sid Haig a couple years back and uh, at, a, at a show. And I thought, I thought actually that I had offended Sid Haig. I had never actually met him before. And, and, um, at the end of the show, I, I had sold out of all my pieces, and at the end of the show, I, I had saved one in the back for him. I signed one to him just to, just because I'm a big fan. Mm-hmm. You know? 
And I went up and I gave it to him and he said, oh, so you're the one that, that did this. And I said, yeah. And he said, I'm pretty sure that I signed more of these today than I did of my own photos. Oh. I'm like, oh, uh, oh, oh, so, um, thanks. Sorry. I, yeah. I didn't know exactly what I said. <laughs> and, and that was kind of the end of our conversation. And then this year um, he, he came up to me at Mad Monster and he said, yeah, literally said, Sid Haig right in my face said, young man, you and I are going to do some fucking business together. I was like, oh my God, Sid Haig just oh, swore nice. in my face. Oh, that's so amazing. <laughs> and, that is uh, awesome. And so, that's awesome. So he, uh, um, so I guess now he's actually using that image, like for Comic Cons and stuff. He's using that image uh, oh, that I did of him awesome. as as his bio piece, like as his biopic. And so we were printing on metal, and he took one of my metal pieces, and um, we're gonna do. We, we have a he and I are working on a deal about how we're gonna do some some metal prints together. But, oh, very. Cool. Where can uh, people get your metal prints? Because I looked at the Church of Horror site, and right? they're not listed so there yet. Right, right now Church of Horror is still kind of. Um, it's still kind of a, a soft launch, so we really haven't done any like real, real promotion yet. Um, with it the... just looks like a graveyard. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you were just waiting. To I do was. <laughs> but with the, uh, you know, it, the, the, all that'll be on here pretty soon. But with all the Spencer stuff um, taking off, the uh, um, the Last Supper uh, of horror characters yeah. was was uh, I was at a licensing show uh, and uh, one in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. The big, the big magic show, and I met with the Spencer's marketing team, and they said, "Hey, we, we, this is a piece that we'd like for you to do. We'd like for you to do this." So, so I started thinking about it, and I was like, I kept saying over in my mind, I was like, "Man, we got to think, Heather, we got to think of something, some name that encompasses all of this horror stuff, kind of wrapped around this Last Supper. This we call it the Slash Supper, oh. you know, <laughs> uh, you know. And, it's uh, so and, simple, but it and, works. And, and, yeah. I, and I would say something like, it's, it, really it's cool got to be something like, actually. it's got to be something like the Church of Horror. Like we want to call it like Church of Horror, something like that. But obviously, Church of Horror has got to be taken. So. Yeah. So I'm on with my buddy Dennis one day. We're having a Skype meeting, working on something unrelated, and he's he's saving some domain names. And I was like, and he's kind of a wordsmith. He's a motivational speaker, real real brilliant dude. I said, hey man, think of start thinking up something that's that sounds like Church of Horror, right? About two minutes later, he said, hey man, check out who just liked your Instagram page. And I go to I pick up my phone and Church of Horror liked my Instagram page. So he jumped on and got Church of Horror. I couldn't believe the Instagram page was available. Oh wow! So I said, well check oh, the dot com. The dot com was available. The Twitter was oh. available. YouTube. The Facebook page every like church of horror did not exist like, oh wow. Really. So, wow so if people are interested in your metal prints can they contact you like off of your facebook page like yeah, the big fa- chris uh, art and... yeah or just a direct message on instagram is probably the best and we'll, we'll, we okay. so we we have some some metal stuff that we're doing but basically i'm asking because i want a sid haig right. a captain spaulding metal piece well so he's gonna so... sign them and send them back to me <gasps> so that, that's what we're working on so we're doing a deal where you I'm heard it sign... first kids yeah so <laughs> so i think we're gonna do a whole bunch of them I'm gonna sign all. I'm gonna sign all of them. I'm gonna send all of them to him. He's gonna sign so, half of them and send those back. Y'all oh, are hearing cool. it first. I don't care the cost. One of those is mine. <laughs> nice. The, like the number one. Yeah. No. 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 I want number thirteen. <laughs> number thirteen number is going two. to geeks who eat, folks. If Big Chris sells this to someone else, hell to pay. <laughs> You're gonna see me going horror. So now you do you do know that all my limited edition stuff I always keep the number thirteen though. So we can arm wrestle. We'll arm wrestle. Oh. I'll take number three. You know what? You know what? I will give you number thirteen. <gasps> Shut up! Because oh, wow. I have his first sketch Aww. card, folks. Oh wait, you guys didn't hear this story because this was on the first take of the podcast. Yeah, when everything went to shit. But so I've known Big Crest for years and years, as I mentioned earlier, and I actually have his first sketch card. When he first started doing sketch cards, like before sketch cards were kind of like even like a big thing for artists to do outside of like, you know, like the comic book cards like that you bought in packs. Yeah. 
But then all of a sudden, like, probably like 2012, 2013, it was probably 2012, all of a sudden artists started doing them without being attached to, like, a card set. So, like, it was, like, this way to sell, like, these little mini individual pieces of art. And so, you know, when Big Chris started doing them, he was at Gotham one night, and he did one, and it was the first one he did, and I bought it. And I was like, okay, now you have to sign the back of this, (laughs) and you have to sign it that this is your first sketch card ever, and that I bought it. And he did. And so I legitimately have one signed by Chris that says, this was my first sketch like card ever, yo. Nice. You know, That's thanks. Awesome. And I also have his Leatherface sketch card when he did horror with blood spatter because Chainsaws and Texas Chainsaw Massacre is like second only to House of a Thousand Corpses for me. So yeah, I did a, uh, I did, <laughs> I did a sketch card set. I think there were 12, it was 12 slashers. And then I did slash from Guns N' Roses. So it was slash and the slashers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was like the most brilliant, like sketch card. Like to this day, I don't think I've ever seen sketch cards that look this cool because like literally he did them in markers. So they were really bitching. Oh, yeah, yeah. But then he took like paint and I don't even know what kind of paint you use. Like it's just something random. I'm sure. It's and, but he spattered them. <laughs> with like red blood spatter so they look like they look like all spattered and cool and i literally when i saw the leather face it was like nobody had a chance like i literally because i i'm that girl like i walk into gotham like when they do an event i was like oh i'm gonna be here like half an hour early so he's setting up and i'm like that's mine i'll take this one i'm like here's my money here's my money just take my money well if you feel free to like just do you know fan art of uh not another be horror cast stuff (laughs) it'll be of you strangling me (laughs) (laughs) um so i have a question for you do you do like commissions and such yeah absolutely okay because i kind of want you to make like a dark cheshire cat for me oh that'd be fun so big chris does awesome commissions again i have a lot of them (laughs) well actually we might we might be in talks because we've been trying to do more we haven't come up with anything but t-shirts and stuff like that for yeah. like just a bunch of other uh podcasts on the network and things like that but i did add like because i do i uh you can see the shitty logo of our our the podcast i i put that together on uh not another be horror cast but i had an original idea and Wait, actually so that's Cthulhu? yeah that's actually really good like don't sell yourself oh, no, I, I think it's I, really everything it's, i do I is like shit it. Uh, no i really <laughs> like it like it's i mean it's not like Am I gonna see you in a comic book? No, but it's it's really good. Like it's a really cool logo. Yeah, like yeah, I yeah. like your logo a lot. Yeah, like don't sell yourself feels short. Feels like Steve and Anna. Yeah. Yeah. No. That it's really fun. Anyways, uh, <laughs> I don't I don't take compliments Word. very well. Um, but actually, the licensing and stuff like that, because the idea I had for a logo was basically everyone sitting in a movie theater. You know, like you see, you don't see the movie, but you see everyone in the theater. And then in the background would be like the two, you know, the hosts of the show. And then everything else is like different horror, like, you know, Chucky's sitting somewhere or, you know, you have like Freddy somewhere and stuff like that. Just the the face, Jason, no, uh, you can actually like see them, but it, that would be like the logo because it's like majority of our shows like. We, it's literally just like if you're sitting like facing from the screen into the, the audience of the theater and you can just see like the two hosts and then all the horror icons in the background. Oh, interesting. So, like all sitting in the theater kind yeah. of thing. So, um, but yeah, I was I'm curious. <laughs> was curious about that because when I thought about doing it, I was like, oh wait, am I going to get hit for licensing and stuff like that? Then. So I, I have, I have never received a cease and desist letter. It's always been the opposite. It's always been we would like to use this, and so oh. permission. Like a, a perfect example, the the when the very first image that I uh, that I had in Spencer's was um, 
I did a spray paint painting of Albert Einstein, took that into Photoshop and painted him like the Joker. Oh. And then I put Why So Genius at the at the bottom. Oh, nice. So, really cool. So they put that on a poster on a shirt and it did really, really well. So the company that was representing me said, hey, just send me a whole bunch of your stuff and let's check it out. And they uh, they called me and they said, uh, we really like that slasher horror piece. I said, well, that one was a piece that I did with uh, with my buddy, uh, uh, Ben from Skulljammer, you know, and uh, uh, and so let me let me talk to him and, you know, and I would just split the profits with him and we'll just go from there. So so I took Ben out. We we uh, we had lunch and uh, and decided, yeah, we'd go ahead and try that. And it just it just blew up for eight months in a row. It was an everyone. It's selling. an awesome piece. Yeah. And I would just like to say yeah. that the chainsaw that's on the <laughs> shelf, that's because of me. Nice. Thank because you. I told Ben when he was drawing it, I was like, you need to have Leatherface represented. I'm True. like, I don't care if you don't have him as one of the poker players, but Texas Chainsaw Massacre needs to be in this. I I have an obsession with chainsaws. Like, it's my thing. Anytime you put a chainsaw in a horror movie, like, I don't care how bad the movie is. I love it because there's a chainsaw. It's my... It's just my favorite thing. I have a bloody chainsaw tattoo. Like, <laughs> I have a chainsaw on my body that will never disappear. And you're wearing a chainsaw right now. And I am wearing a chainsaw t-shirt that I bought at Comic-Con this year because I saw it had a, cha- a chainsaw with a girl holding the chainsaw. And I was <laughs> death. But so, yes, that piece, mm-hmm. that chainsaw is because of me. Right. So I'm like, I'm in this piece a little bit. Just a little bit. Nice. Just a little. So. I don't need a royalty. Just the fact that I have a story that says hey, no, it's... I influence. No, that's like seriously the best feeling in the world. Whenever like, someone actually takes your idea and you're like, yay. Exactly. It's amazing. And like that, that, that piece has so many cool little details like you know like the lament configuration cube is like on the shelf mm-hmm. like there's so much like in that image that Freddy Krueger's drinking a Bloody Mary yeah like it's such, <laughs> I have a print of it and it's one of the coolest like pieces I've collected like it's such a cool like piece of art and if you're a horror fan oh yeah definitely yeah, I need to get a print so of that. cool like it's just such a cool piece yeah, but they start they started putting it on wallets and blankets and purses and did really really well so um so so they contacted me and said hey we want to kind of c- continue pursuing this uh poker parody they've ordered seven or seven or eight new ones for me to do but the next one was uh, gangsters playing poker so i did marlon brando and oh, Scarface nice. and, oh, cool. and uh and that one that one in the first week that it was released was already the number two selling uh, shirt in Spencer's line behind the slashers playing poker. Nice. So now they've come back and said, Oh, we need to do a big horror push. And so they got, um, I can't yet talk about which ones, but they got me seven, <laughs> seven major um, licenses for, for horror. So, oh, nice. And the way that works is they'll send me, these are, these are for each license, they'll send me a hundred approved frames from the movie. And as long as I can reference that frame in the piece, I'm open to do, I'm, I'm allowed to do whatever I want to do with it. Um, and that's just been, that's been really, really fun. So, so I've just been heads down working on that. That's so awesome. So when, when you have a shirt for Spencer's, do they allow you to sell it, like, for example, on Church of Horror? Like, if it's a horror-themed oh, yeah, one? Like, yeah. So, so basically, can... they're, they're licensing the art from me. So Okay, so, so, they so get it's the better for to... your fans to buy it from Church of Horror because you potentially make more money that way? Like... Like, what's the most yeah. beneficial way for you? Um, honestly, uh, it's it's a, it's a little bit it's e- either way really. So if um, if they buy it for me, I get a little bit more of the piece of that of that particular uh, uh, 
you know, merch uh, object. But if they buy it from the store, then because the just the store sees how popular yeah, the, the you stores, are. And... The stores sell out like crazy. People can't find. Yeah, it, yeah. So. I, that actually happened when I found out about that shirt. I actually we I went to Spencer, and of course my size was gone, and I was like, damn it. And then so, but now that I know there's another avenue to get that, mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. actually works to my benefit because I was all like, I was like, oh, I think this is the only place. At that time, I was like, I think I can only get it at Spencer's. I didn't know if there was right. any other yeah, place. Yeah, every so. time I walk into Spencer's, they have a picture of it up on the wall, and you mm-hmm. cannot find the shirt anywhere. Yeah. Like, it's always gone. So it's kind of actually. I'm, I'm, it's, that's good. That's good and, and bad, certainly. But you know, uh, but at bigchrisart.com, you know, or or at heathermoss.com, you can check out both the both the shirts. All I know, if you guys do a Godzilla one like that, mm-hmm. I would be all over that. Oh, have with you like done a any Godzilla pieces? Monster Island. I feel like, I did. Yeah, I did. they literally uh, just had like King Kong, Godzilla, and two other of the mon- Oh, King Ghidorah. Yeah, probably. I was gonna say, I feel Mothra. like I remember no, seeing no, no, fuck Mothra. Mothra. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think. Did of you really ever get his here. his Godzilla print? No. What? Why? No. What? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think they might need to make a comeback. Like maybe he Chris a... needs to do a reprint. Like the, the Godzilla stuff was re- that was a really fun piece. So uh, Phoenix Comic Con. I don't know for sure if they do it quite as much anymore. But fuck that to... Jet Jagger. Yeah, that would be a weird pull in that in that poker thing because people be like, who the fuck is this? And be like, you're not a Godzilla fan. You don't know who Jet Jagger is? Fuck you. He has his own theme song and his own movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had a Godzilla podcast, and the only problem why there's no other episodes because apparently I don't have anybody who's a huge Godzilla fan. Oh my god, I can connect with you with someone who is. Like, I don't have enough podcasts to do. No, seriously, like, no, seriously, I have a friend who used to hang out at Gotham, and he's like, he's the biggest Godzilla fan I know. He even has like a podcast, or not, it's like a YouTube show with his uh, wife, and it's like the kaiju something something. Oh, that's amazing! Like, no, that you need amazing. to meet him. Oh my god! Yeah, because I named the podcast uh, Code Side Omega, which was actually another name for Monster Island in the Godzilla franchise, and a lot, a lot of people are like, "Oh, where'd you get the name from?" I'm like, "You're not a Godzilla fan." Yeah, no, you need to <laughs> remind me to have you met my friend Ted, you with him because. Like seriously, you need uh, to you need to talk to him. Okay, okay, for sure. Because he hey, you put me in contact with uh, Big Chris, so I mean, I'm I'm taking any help I can get. For those of you who don't know, like I am a huge like Barney Stinson in like the networking world. I'm like, hey, have you met my friend so and so? Oh, hey, like I literally will grab people like, and I have no shame. Like I just I grab anybody anywhere, and I'm like, hey, have you met my friend so and so? You really need to know them. And it's legit. Like, I feel like everybody should Honestly, meet everybody. Honestly, that is, like, seriously the nicest thing you could do for people. <laughs> That's really <laughs> awesome. Well, yeah, because, I mean, let's face it. With a lot of the, uh, you know, nerd community, the geek culture and stuff like that, a lot of us are socially awkward and don't know how to interact. Yeah, we could all be in the same thing, but then you also are like... I'm... You have that weird, like, social hesitation of, should I talk about it's this? Like, oh, I so you I mean, like, I shouldn't have, like, like when we were at Phoenix Comic Con this year, like, Blumhouse was there. Like, Rebecca McKendry was there with her husband, and they, like, they... Rebecca McKendry is the editor-in-chief of Blumhouse's, like, blog. Like, I basically all but fangirled over her. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, did you know I did a recipe of one of your movies? Like, oh my god, it was so good. Like, and I was talking like I was a stupid-ass fangirl. Like, I ha- now looking back at it, I'm like, how did this woman, like, like yeah, but you even, know, like, you know take what? me like, seriously? No, 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 Be- because R- Rebecca's understands that like she's she has that too in her own personality she's, like she is really passionate we went over about to her booth and, and she, she had this like other people really passionate about it too she identifies with that like so after i fangirled and went to both of her panels 
because that's me. Actually, that's we good. went to two out of three of her panels. Yeah, we missed her trivia. Hey, and... at least she went to panels. Like I said, I don't know how to do Comic Con <laughs> at all. Yeah, we did horror panels. Yeah, Comic Con's challenging, right? Because there's so much shit to do. There is, but like Eric, like knocked and... shit out, like on like the last days. Like, yeah, I went to all these panels. I'm like, fuck, dude. We only really went to horror panels yeah, this but year. You like, you know what? If he was busy doing panels, he wasn't on the exhibitor floor. He wasn't doing. He did that on Saturday. He wasn't doing the cot. Well, well, that's what I'm saying. Like he the went for floor takes at least two days to fully explore it. We didn't even finish exploring. Yeah. And by the way, bummed you weren't there, Chris. So looking at you. So I kind of was there, and I'll tell you how. Ready? <laughs> like, I, there was a there was a cutout of me. Just there were there were at least four different booths selling my artwork. So what I did is on Saturday I went down and I was buying my art from people who had poorly airbrushed out my logo. And I would there's there's one guy in particular who was selling my Punisher and uh so I was asking him about his art process on it and I had him sign it for me. <laughs> I bought I bought I took a picture. Like <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> And uh, and bought and bought my bought my artwork from. Wait, are you fucking serious? No, so you like, have to, people you have to were understand, stealing like your shit and claiming it as a so as there's their a own? true story like, about this though because Big Chris, that, like, this has happened to Big Chris for years. Oh my god! Because I, how many people every year people. at the Arizona State Fair tell you that your artwork is being yeah, sold constantly. now? Now, finally, like, one of the people who sell Chris's artwork at the Arizona State Fair are actually, like, allowed to do it. Mm -hmm. Chris has given them permission. But every year, and I was one of them, I'll be, tr like, honest, like, in the first year, I think it wasn't permission. It was right. someone who didn't have permission. Right. His art is every year at the Arizona State Fair. Yeah. Every year. And, like, for the longest time. Oh, yeah, we, we, we stopped in some place <laughs> and we... Sarah ripped this guy a new asshole. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was yeah, like, it was, it was brutal. I, I, I was like, are you afterwards. sure this is your art? And I don't think it was one of the people who you had given permission to. Because right. I remember I was texting you, and I was like, oh my god, this is not appropriate. Mm -hmm. This is, I am very angry. And they had Shelby Robertson's art there mm -hmm. as well. Like, I was like, and I was texting both. I was, I literally ripped this guy a new asshole. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, these are my friends, yeah, and no. you have their art on your wall and you do not have permission i was like oh. i was angry. i feel like that's a legitimate reason to be no angry. like well, that's but, the thing but, like but people have spit on him and and tried to pull down his his displays and one guy threatened to break his fingers with a hammer Ooh. like it's hardcore like i have to put out a public service announcement every year at the state fair it's yeah like, he's hey, like hey you know? like don't 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 kill these people like <laughs> well, yeah this like, guy uh, has permission but like, like like i understand the permission hurt. part like uh, like i get it if they have your written consent and you're like oh yeah go ahead you know you're receiving some of the profits and stuff like that but i'm talking about like what you just said like someone had one of your pieces airbrushed your shit out it's exactly. like exactly like i have no have your permission like i have no problem on, right? if people want to use like if they find my artwork or something online they want to use it just fucking give me credit that's all i'm asking like i you can do what you want with it at this point but like if, yeah, if you're no, claiming it as your own between using someone's art or like selling that's someone's it. artwork and actually claiming it as your own yeah and and that's, I think that's, that's, that's my like, favorite like a lot of people will get mad and they go after them and but i wish i would have known that because i think we saw that the poker piece yeah. on somebody else's thing like in a frame and everything like that and i was all like wait do they do these yeah, two and guys I pointed know that it out to you and i was like that's ben's artwork and you're like i wonder if they know that it's that's what I was so curious about. I have a about. question about that. Like, the guys that you give permission to, do they leave your logo on it? Like, is that a... Like, yes. so for someone yeah. who is at the state fair and wants to know that they're supporting someone you've given permission to, mm -hmm. like, and, yeah. it would have your logo somewhere on it still? Right. And, and these, guys, these guys have had enough problem that what we do is 
when we're together, we'll take a picture together so that he can show. He'll, he'll always have it on, like screenshot it on his cell phone so he can show people. He'll usually have these. These guys will usually have my business cards. That they Just can set it out. as the lock screen on his phone. Yeah, true. And, <laughs> and for those of you who aren't familiar with the poker, the poker piece, Big Chris's logo is in a picture frame, right? It's yeah. in the. It's on the wall in a frame. And then Ben's is on the other side. Yeah. So two, you'll yeah. see the logos in a picture frame. So if. If you're at the state fair or you're anywhere where this this is being sold and you see those logos, you can you can feel assured that this is big Chris approved. <laughs> like this is this is not someone stealing his art. But if if it is not big Chris approved, then those it won't have those signatures. I have a great idea. What you should do with the people <laughs> who don't know this is this is how this is how you have fun with it, and you can also make a little bit of a profit off of it. That's fun. <laughs> Uh, you already go there, talk to the people, get pictures of that. You fucking make a coffee table book and just say and just say stolen art. <laughs> and you literally can just get a bunch of other artists together that this right. has happened to, and right. they take pictures with people. And then when that book gets released, all those people just look like assholes. And then it's great because they're like, well, what did the money go to? You're like, oh, helping kids with you know cancer, like the like it goes to a noble cause. And then those people just feel like shit. That's that's what you guys should do. Yeah, like that'd you, be a you fantastic. Could tap into some sort of Banksy vibe going right. on with that stolen Wait, art. Wait, so so what is your next event? Like, where can people find you next? Uh, the next event event is this saturday um i'm at the uh, heather and i and bobby will be at the super show the car show oh, okay. uh, with timeless art tattoo so we'll be there and then the weekend after that is um amazing arizona or i'm sorry amazing las vegas Listen, got it and i'm not i'm not 100 percent sure if i'm if i'm going but i might be going what's your what's your next horror event like, are you guys going to start oh, there's a doing, whole like... Bunch, there's a whole bunch coming Are you going to start doing, like... Is the one that's that used to be, like, uh, advertised in Fangoria, the one in, like, Cherry Hill, New Jersey, is that still a thing? Oh, yeah, that one's so good. Are you going to are you gonna go to that with, like, Burbank yeah, and that, like, that all of is, those? The Cherry Hill, New Jersey one is my all-time favorite. That really? is my all-time favorite horror show that I've ever been to. Really? It was... So why is it so good? So... <laughs> so when, when I travel when I travel by myself... Um, I just I go to the show, I do the show, I go to my hotel room, I'll watch like a Tom Cruise movie. <laughs> and, then, and then I go to bed. And uh, And then he wakes up and goes, Twelve oh two and then he goes back to sleep. 12, 12, 12, 12, exactly. <laughs> and uh and so at this particular show, um, by Saturday afternoon, I had sold out of every single print that I had brought. I sold oh, out shit. of my entire inventory. So I made a little sign that said, for $50, I'll draw your favorite horror character. And so I <laughs> did like seven or eight of those and just did, you know. But the the very first night on Friday, they had um, they had this uh, buffet for all the vendors. And so we're all we're all sitting and eating. And uh, and these guys, these two guys came up. They were wearing hockey jerseys that said the Low Dogs. And uh, they said, hey, they introduced themselves to me. They, oh, we're the Canadians. So we come down from Canada and we buy um, we buy alcohol, we buy beer because it's way cheaper in the States. We fill up a bathtub and we have weekend-long parties. I said, oh, my God, that sounds awful. That wanna... sa- absolutely sounds horrible to me. But that's awesome. Good, good, good on you guys. So so they said, well, who are you, who are you here with? I said, I'm just, eat, I'm just eating by myself. Said, oh, you can't eat by yourself. So they, they joined me. You know, absolutely. They're great guys. And we were, we were chatting. And they said, well, what do you, what do you do? And I said, cause at the time I was managing uh, timeless art tattoo. So I'm a tattoo artist, you know, like, oh man, we wish you would have brought your tattoo stuff. Cause we we're wanting to get tattooed. Like, well, actually when I travel, I bring my tattoo stuff with me just in case. <laughs> if, I, if I can make an extra 800 bucks at night after a, after a good show, that'd be awesome. So like, oh man, let's, let's tattoo. That'd be awesome. So, uh, I'll, I'll make a very long story relatively quick. Oh, you're good. So, uh, <laughs> take as much time as you need. Perfect. Man. So, so they, uh, um, uh, 
They're like, okay, well, um, I said, give me 20 minutes, come up to my room, I'm like 302, uh, come up to my room, and I'm going to go upstairs, Skype with my family, and then come on up and we'll tattoo for the rest of the night. Which actually, 302 awesome. is also the time that he woke up and wrote it down. Exactly. <laughs> 302, 302. That's, how, that's how I remember what my 302 is. Uh, tattooed on my arm, it means something. <laughs> So, I don't know uh, what so, this means, eh? But okay. So, so I go upstairs and I Skype with my family, and and uh, a few minutes later, there's a there's a knock. On, just as I'm closing my laptop, there's a knock on my door. I open the door to 45 people standing in the hallway. Oh, oh, shit. And I and I I like to be. Uh, I don't want to end up on anybody's Instagram page in any in any weird way, right? Like I just, uh, you know. Um, no questions. Too right? late. So exactly. Yeah, <laughs> That's my Instagram page. <laughs> so, so big Chris Hart. No, but so um, so so they had gone downstairs to the lobby. They went up, got a cooler full of beer. They said, "Hey, we're having a tattoo all night free beer party up in room three hundred two." And so everybody came upstairs. So Damn Canadians in there. Yeah. So the lightness. Right. Right. So the so as the evening went on, these these two girls came in and they were dressed as. Sexy Freddy Krueger and sexy Leatherface, and they were already hammered. Oh, and nice. uh, they ended up, they ended up passing out in my bed. <laughs> and the and the, as the evening went on, people are leaving, people are leaving, and I finished up a, a second tattoo, and um, and I turn around to clean up my my mess, and I hear our oh, brother will see you tomorrow, and the Canadians are now leaving, and so now it's me and these two girls in my bed. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> what? Oh, excuse me. So, excuse me. <laughs> so I wake up one of the girls. I'm like, hey, I'm going to help you guys get to your room. Long story short, um, they uh, they were too incoherent to. So so I, I sat down on sat on the chair, op- reopened my laptop, opened a Facebook message to my wife, and I said, full disclosure, this is exactly what's happening right now. This is exactly what's happening. <laughs> I'm going to sleep right here on this chair. I'm going to wake these girls up in the morning and send them on their way. Uh, oh, so, the, so the next day is the day that I ended up selling out of everything. So Saturday afternoon, um, I went out for a really nice dinner. And then Sunday, I went down to Philadelphia, saw the Liberty Bell, just kind of took a – I had a free day, just kind of took a day off. And then I realized, oh, my God, the one person I wanted to meet was Scott Wilson. I wanted to meet Herschel from The Walking Dead, and he was the one guy at the show that I wanted to meet, and I didn't get to meet him. So it's uh, kind of bummed. So – so, um, well, Did I came back. Did you meet him later, though? Well, that so that evening, I came. I came back to the hotel. Um, I ordered a feast, like eight appetizers, and it was a ghost town. You know how fast conventions clear out. The yeah, hotel yeah. was a ghost town, and so I'm sitting at the bar, uh, completely empty. I'm literally the only person in there. Two guys come down. They're wildly drunk, and then Scott Wilson and his two handlers come in and sit at the other end of the bar. And the guys at the end were like, "Oh, it's Herschel. I'm gonna buy Herschel a drink." And you know, everybody's going crazy. <laughs> So I, I, I call and you could just, you could just tell he wanted to crawl out of his skin for being called Herschel over and over again by these two drunk guys. Yeah. So, so at the, uh, at the very end, um, I called the bartender over. I said, you see the gray haired gentleman there? And his two, his two suited friends. I said, <laughs> I said, I would like to, I would like to buy their next drink and every subsequent drink after that, just put them on my tab for the evening. And I turn up, I look up a few minutes ago, a few minutes later and Scott raises his glass to, to me and I raise mine. He comes up and he says, Hey, would you mind, would you mind if I sit down? I'm like, absolutely. Please sit oh, down. That's awesome. Oh. We shut down the bar. I hung out with that guy for four and a half hours. It was the coolest. <laughs> it was oh, that the is awesome. Thing. Amazing. Wow. That, that was my that was absolutely my favorite show. That's wow. that's, that's pretty awesome. much of all time. It was it was the coolest. Uh, right, coolest yeah, show that, that would that would make it the favorite. Yeah, yep. I, I, I get that. It was great. He's like before, all, all, and then before around. I left, you're just like Rick's a dick, and then you left. <laughs> <laughs> but even like even like the the Canadian guys, I still keep in contact with them on Facebook. Oh, the, that's uh, awesome. The sexy Leatherface and and Freddie, they they still we still keep in contact. They were very thankful because the next morning I was dad. All of a sudden, I said, look. If you guys had ended up in your condition in any other person's hotel room other than mine, I promise you your evening would have been different. Yeah, you know? so and uh, 
It was, it was great. It was really fun. That's awesome, That's man. That's really cool. I'd just like to point out, though, that sexy Leatherface is bullshit. Leatherface <laughs> is not supposed to be sexy at all. I've cosplayed, like, girl Leatherface, and you know what I did? I bought a mask at the Halloween store, cut it apart into pieces, re-sewed it together, bloodied it up, and that is how you cosplay Leatherface. <laughs> you do not make Leatherface sexy. Even Leatherface trying to be sexy in Leatherface number, you know, the number three but, one. But man, that, that short little apron. Mm. <laughs> You just need to stop. Yeah, it, but it, it was it was the she had the apron and the little tie. Yeah, I mean you can't that's not even like that's not even legit. Like I get sexy <laughs> Freddy, I get sexy Jason, like but Leatherface, like there's something about Leatherface to me that does not read like try to be sexy. Like sexy ash. Absolutely. You wanna play chainsaw? Like you can sexy ash it up. She's got but, a nice ash. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. But like Leatherface, like there's nothing sexy about Leatherface. Like don't even try to be sexy with Leatherface. Like maybe I'm yeah, just protective. No, you're maybe not. I'm just really, protective no, because I, really I love see, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I can't really see a sexy Michael Myers either. Because I mean, Michael like, Myers, girl, you could do like a little jumpsuit well, I'm dress. Just saying, like, like, like I get it. Like, well, think about it though. It's yeah, William no, it's, Shatner's it's, it's face on a girl's thing. body. Yeah, like, that's, that's kind of creepy. Yeah, that's just really hard to make sexy unless <laughs> yeah, you have no. a weird William Shatner fetish. Yeah, no, no, so no, no. Yeah, no, that's true. Seems like, yeah, I girl do. comes in, be like, put this on, and yell con at me. <laughs> <laughs> this is really weird. Just do it. <laughs> oh, by the way, I did Google the the clown movie I was thinking oh, of. Okay. Speaking of like ten hours later. Oh no, you're good. It was stitches. Oh, Stitches. Okay, I've seen that on underrated yeah. movie, and it's so damn good. Stitches. It's so okay. worth watching. Okay, I think it still is on Netflix. So yes. I'll definitely check it out. And we watched it one yeah, like night. The, like it, we were like, it's, it's got this, it was like, like our second horror movie, which is the you drink yeah. too much and it's time to go to sleep and pass out on I the don't couch know movie. <laughs> well, so it was our second one of those. We actually stayed up to watch the whole thing because it was that good. Oh, okay. I've done that before. So I have a semi-related question for you. Um. <laughs> Do you have a favorite movie that's just like so like horror movie that's like so corny and so ridiculous that you you just love it for how ridiculous it is? I I loved Cabin in the Woods. I loved Cabin Me in the too. Woods yes. so much. Yeah, so much. Wait, it's how good. is that corny though? I don't really see that as corny well, though. I feel so like it's here, it's, it's a dark satire. So not not corny necessarily. It's definitely Joss Whedon, right? Um, it's his character development and his even even the you know when you when you're watching the uh the 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 main the main bad guy just kicking the crap out of this girl on the pier and it's the funny music and they're all celebrating yeah. drinking champagne like it was just it was kind of the every movie um so there was a there was a there was enough buffy the vampire slayer yeah. in it that that I that I would so it wasn't like it wasn't campy but there was some it didn't try Ultra to take itself seriously. The, you know, the, I the, actually, the, the, stone, yeah. the stoner was right the oh, whole yeah, the fucking time. Was like, great. Yeah. Was just you know, I actually, I don't really smoke weed mm. very much, but I really, really want that bong just because that is an oh, amazing yeah. freaking sure. bong. But um, yeah, I actually. Did you say have... I don't smoke weed that much? Is that what you said? <laughs> <laughs> no, just, but... to, just every night and all day every yeah. weekend. No, that's that's this guy. Over here. Yeah, that's <laughs> him. Uh, but yeah, I actually, uh, I've 
said multiple times to him and he's probably sick of me saying this but i really really want to get a tattoo like if i ever do like a horror tattoo i'm gonna do like the ballerina with the teeth in her face because like i feel like that's that's just obscure enough for people to not get it unless they like actually know the movie and it's super super creepy (laughs) (laughs) but i know a guy who's really busy not true and who doesn't really have enough time to tattoo otherwise um i'd be covered in them just saying And I feel like two is probably good enough for right now. Because my least. bloody chainsaw so. tattoo feels quite lonely without my double-barreled shotgun and Necronomicon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just oh, yeah. saying. I mean. Also, I gotta say, have you seen Ash vs. the Evil Dead? The only thing I've seen of Ash vs. the Evil Dead, like the series, is just the first episode. Yeah, I just saw the pilot episode. But I just love like the pilot episode. Like literally, how it all gets started again is he just gets like totally like crossfaded and starts reading the fucking book. He's like, like, yeah, you want to know some like, poetry, shit. Drunk. <laughs> it's just we, we bought it but i don't think we ever like i don't think we even finished the first episode yeah, no, like no we saw two two episodes maybe i need to rewatch them because i don't remember them, but yeah. we bought it yeah and we might be doing some recipes for the second season when it comes out on uh dvd because we we work a lot with Lionsgate. and Ooh, like, okay oh cool so it's it's a possibility that we might be doing some review there because we we've been kicking around the idea of Necronomicon toast. Necronominoms. Oh, <laughs> come on! I uh, mean, ne- yeah, ne- Necronominoms is actually a site. Someone actually has Necronominoms. But I actually I did talk to them, and it's not a food site. And they like they like randomly did something with it, and I was like, well, would you mind if I like did something like with this name and they're like absolutely go ahead yeah do it like make a recipe go for it and i'm oh, like that's really cool i'm like yes actually which is really funny that we're, we're evil dead there's actually this this show that i watched on netflix uh, called buddy thunderstruck it's oh, yeah. a stop motion animation show i highly recommend checking it out it's funny but there's an episode in actually one of the characters is actually voiced by sam raimi's brother oh ted raimi right yeah, ted, yeah. oh my god and it's great because there's one episode where they did like a, a kind of I I call the little homage to uh, Evil Dead and everything that where he's telling a story and then the one guy's all like why why isn't it like a book you know that that's made out of skin and like wrote in blood and stuff like that he's like it's just on a piece of paper just deal with it but then there's this one part where he's like trying to save everybody and he starts like he's like I call this my kaboom stick and I was like yes <laughs> that's so, awesome I thought that was a pretty... I love Ted Raimi I loved him when he was Joxer on Xena yes oh my god like Ted Raimi yeah. like underrated like horror icon of the year because like he's just so good in everything he does he's so fun oh fuck he's even good in was it uh was it dark man with uh liam neeson and everything like that like it's like wait wasn't bruce uh bruce campbell in dark man too he's at he's at the dark very man also he's not he too, no like, i know what you mean her. no he's at the yeah he's at the very end where like liam neeson changes his face and then like it shows the crowd and it's bruce campbell and you're like oh fuck like it's like he always finds a way to put him in to the movies which i think is just genius um well you know bruce campbell's only a-list movie was uh congo and he died in the first ten minutes. Spoiler. Oh shit! I have to rewatch that now. He's he's <laughs> literally in Congo. He's uh the chick's boyfriend who dies in the beginning. Oh, f- you're fucking right. Oh my god. I know yeah. I'm right because he talks about it in his book. I have not read any of his books. So. <laughs> his books are great. Oh my god! If Chins Could Kill is the most amazing book. Like if you want a biography to read, if Chins Could Kill is amazing. 
didn't you have was it one of your friends made a drew a picture it was like yeah, little army of, yeah it was ben who yeah. did little army of darkness and he drew like bruce campbell as a my little pony and bruce campbell was like you didn't make the chin big enough <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's pretty funny and stuff like that but uh i'm probably we're gonna we're gonna wrap this episode up but before we go i want to let everybody uh chris if people are looking for you where can they find you? Go ahead and promote as much as your shit as possible. Sure. Yeah, the the three best places to, to, to look at my stuff is um, churchofhorror.com, my Instagram page at bigchrisart.com, and then heathermoss.com. Fantastic. And then hashtag also... Room 302. Yeah, hashtag room Wait, Church of Horror has an Instagram, though, also as well, Does it? right? Yes. But yes. We, we've just... we Like I said, it's kind of a soft launch, so we haven't really promoted it, so there isn't a ton of content on there. Basically, We're, go follow Church of Horror everywhere yeah, go, you can yeah, so just, they can have the followers. Just, just follow yeah, it right now. Once, once, we, once we really start pushing it, it's going to... Because we, we have some stuff going on with Doug Bradley and with Linda Blair, and oh, then Doug we're getting Bradley. ready to do... This is... This is super top secret. I'm about to do a whole bunch of new stuff with Nicole Chilele from Face Off again. Uh, nice. She won season three from Face Off, and we're about to do some really cool, oh, some nice. cool stuff. So, so go cool. follow Church of Horror everywhere, guys, because even though Chris is saying soft launch and not promoting <laughs> it yet, like go follow Church of Horror. Like yeah, you are not yeah. you the, are uh, not gonna regret following it because you're going to be in the know before everybody else and then you can be like well hey i was a fan before it got cool and you're you're like an evangelist right now exactly (laughs) it's it's not hard it's really not hard be a horrorist exactly i'm just waiting for that coffee table book i'm just gonna be honest that would be fun for sure actually i pretty much think you need to do like a horror coffee table book that would be pretty bitchin That'd be pretty cool. This is the thing. I have ideas. I just don't follow through on anything. Steve's so. <laughs> <laughs> the idea, uh, the idea guy here. So yeah, he just pushes a, everyone else to do things. There's a couple of new ones that I want to do. I want to do um, Jack Skellington as Freddy Krueger. <gasps> the, the, the the Nightmare on Elm Street before Christmas. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah. So he's just like kill this, kill this. Okay, um, and then of blood course, uh, everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> blood everywhere. Kill this, kill this. Um, but of course also, uh, Sarah and Stubbs, uh, from the geeks who eat of actually, uh, how long is the contest going on? You guys just posted a drink about it today. Oh, Um, we are doing a giveaway for tickets to see an advanced screening of Transformers the last night that will, that's up right now on the site. It will be going through Saturday, like through Sunday morning, like plenty of time to enter. Like if you want to see an advanced screening, it's Monday night at, I think they're doing this one at IMAX. No, no, just kidding. That was Spider-Man. We will be doing a Spider-Man one. Oh, Guess shit, what? I'm all over that. Um, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. <laughs> so this one will be at Tempe Marketplace. You know, the typical routine at 7 p.m. Be there by 6.30 to get a good seat. Um, but all you have to do is go to our website, too, like the number, geekswhoeat.com, and enter. Just look for the Bumblebee's Knees cocktail. Yes, which I and... like the name. And then uh, I've also, um, in case you people are like, oh, I, I, that's I, I, I don't want to do that. It's too long to figure out. If you actually literally go to Socially Awkward and or 4i Radio Facebook page, I posted those links on there. So I'm, I, I'm making it very easy for people to go ahead Wait, and – Wait, did you post those today? Because I didn't like them. I feel like a total asshole. Oh, you're fine. <laughs> oh, I got to go look now. Now I'm going to go look and like those because guys go visit them and like our stuff. Yeah, li- li- like Geek Suey. And, like... and even if you don't win, you get a really great cocktail recipe out oh, of yeah. it. So, like, you're not really losing. <laughs> no, it, right. to me, it's a Bees. win-win uh, of everything. So, um... Bees Knees is a classic cocktail. We uh, put a little spin on it. Now it's the Bumblebee's Knees. 
It's good. <laughs> Spin cars transformers. <laughs> I went with riff, but now maybe I need to go change my blog post to say spin because like I said, that's I'm an, way classier. Like I said, I'm an ID guy. I don't I don't follow through on anything. So if anything I say, you guys, I like this. You can just even I don't. You don't even need to give me money. Just like you said, if there's just like a little like idea of this person, you know, then I'll be like, yeah, that was me. Um, exactly right. Sometimes we're all getting stuff of that. Sometimes you just want to like see other people succeed with your idea. Yeah, because I know they can. Right. <laughs> Intellectual I'm, I'm like me. I'm not gonna do Murray. shit with this. Um, <laughs> Hashtag room for real, too. Yeah, hashtag room. <laughs> I, honestly, honestly, I think that's going to be the name of this episode is nice. room through two. Um, but, yes, I want to thank everybody for coming on. And, again, if you guys had fun, of course, I know you guys always like that. And, again, you they're coming back at the end of the month on Socially Awkward as, as well. It's so National Mai Tai Day, so we're yeah. bringing Mai Tais, So baby. I'm going to be that's trashed. Right. Oh, yeah, because um, today is National Bourbon Day, isn't it, or something like that? No, it's Bourbon. Flag Day. It's oh, Flag a, Day. Yeah. Which, which is kind of, you know. We, we just made bourbon drinks for everyone because why not? Yeah, they're very tasty. Actually, it really is. Speaking oh, yeah, of I which, Steve will really eat those National cherries because those are good cherries. <laughs> are they? Uh, oh, those are like those thing. are like Luxardo cherries. They're like twenty bucks a jar. You oh. want to eat those? They're right, well. extremely sugary. Everybody, uh, everybody ate. Them. Yeah, everyone ate. Okay, well, I've been He's I've been, been having... spilling all over myself tonight and everything <laughs> like that. But anyways, of course, you can find us on the the Facebook and the Twitters. Don't forget to follow us on at BHorrorCast on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, that should wrap up this episode of Not Another BHorrorCast. Um and Anna, do you have anything else you need to add before we we drop it like it's hot? Uh, I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but just go and like our Facebook page and follow us on Twitter and all that crap. Okay, well then that's gonna wrap up this episode, and then until next time, Carpe Noctum. This has been another fine production of the 4A Radio Network. For more great shows, check out www.4aradio.com.